setting up the uh, big screen. Oh, that was uh, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, at our church, we are having a sort of a movie night with just um, our church members, and uh, we're watching. Um, I think have we mentioned the chosen yeah. before? I think we have. I think we have. Briefly. Yeah, we did yeah. a couple podcasts ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we uh, we decided to have a a uh, a movie night of sorts. Not really movie; it's, it's a TV show, but almost like a marathon or a mini marathon where, where we'll watch a couple of the episodes mm-hmm. and uh, doing so a, doing a couple throughout the summer. Yeah, to, to go through the season that they have. Yeah, because they well they currently have like eight episodes out, and so but they're half hour hour somewhere around there so watching them all in one day is not really a good <laughs> good option well, i mean so well we're starting it at night is the only problem I yeah mean, i could yeah. i could probably watch if i have a good day off i probably could watch the whole series at one time yeah, i think i true. did that one day actually sounds familiar a day off yeah i had a day off and i watched i binged jesus <laughs> which is one of their t-shirts yeah right? I, I ordered a t-shirt and a hoodie. It came in. I just haven't gotten to pick it up yet. Oh, so. Got to pick it up. Yeah. I totally yeah. get up. Got to do that. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You, so. Oh, oh sorry. We, you you were telling us. a story oh, okay. and I was going on a rabbit so, trail. Okay. So, <laughs> hop, hop, hop. so we were, anyway, so we're having this. And so we set up a, a screen in our church, in our sanctuary. Um, it'll be uh, tomorrow at the time of this recording. And uh, and we set up the day before, and uh, it takes most of the auditorium. So like, with width wise, width wise, okay. yeah, <laughs> that's a big screen. Width and depth, <laughs> guys. You're just gonna have to look up when you watch it. It'll look be up on the entire ceiling. Up in sky. Yeah, no, <clears throat> uh, it takes most basically our entire the entire width of the. The thing and the way our our church is set up, there's also like a set there. There's like a, a alcove on the side that has um, some sound stuff that we um, we keep sound equipment there and stuff. It doesn't take up that part of it, but the main area it, it's like kind of like an alcove. So, but the main area it spans almost from one side to the other, <laughs> and it ex- expands basically from the top of the pews. Almost all the way to the ceiling, so IMAX it's like a theater. massive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was funny too because we we built the screen for outdoors. It's n- not necessarily, it wasn't originally meant to be used inside, and yeah. so we had used it outside a couple of times. And I'm like, oh yeah, it'll it'll be fine in here. And then we started taking some of the pieces of it to put it together, and we realized this is a little bit bigger than <laughs> we remember. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're kind of going along with it. What we're doing with our church is we're doing a, because um, it's based off of the life of Jesus. Um, and so one of the things that the people of the show do, they encourage you to read the Gospels. One of the things we're doing that, I don't know if it, it goes along with it. I don't know if it's t- 100%, you know, because of it, but we're, I think it is. But basically, we're doing a Gospel reading challenge through the summer because we're doing, we're doing it a couple of times throughout the summer. And so we're doing uh, the whole church has been officially challenged. I think it takes like, challenge. I think it's if you do one chapter Excellent. a day, 
I think it's 89 chapters, so it should take 89 days. And we got a little bit of knowledge before the 89 days would start. So you have a couple of days of padding, like two or three to, uh, you know, get ahead or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we're Help doing you out with Luke. Our summer. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, ha- Luke has Long-winded some Long winded Luke, as I like chapters. to call him. <laughs> yeah. Luke so, has some, some big chapters. Yeah. That like 80 verses in one chapter. It's not as big as Psalm 119. but <laughs> No, but <laughs> yeah. how many verses does Psalm 119 have? I don't remember. 152? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. There's 150 Psalms. I think it it's, I want to say it's 170 something. Yes. <laughs> Hold, on. It Hold on while we easily find it because it's Flip through the page takes up a major it's I found it I just 176 oh. uh, I was close that doesn't count for your score for oh. our game <laughs> oh. oh I didn't that know was, I was trying that was how oh. many verses it? in the bible chapter game that's for a different uh, day are we having an official that, chapter that would be actually an interesting game where <laughs> you just pick bible, a chapter in the bible, bible and you have to guess mm. how many cha- how Ooh, many verses bible are in trivia. it bible actually trivia. I like that you could guess how many chapters are in that book. I don't know. There's but 150 in Psalms. Yes. And 31 yes. in Proverbs. There's 50 in Genesis. I think there's like 40 in Exodus. We don't even need this to be <laughs> a game. <laughs> Some of these I know. <laughs> It'll just be fun. a list. They're, they're fun. Anyway. Fun but, yeah. How many are in Jude? One. One. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. I'm like <laughs> Trick question. There's only one chapter in Jude. There's a couple of those that are like... Right. Is it even a chapter or is it just a book? I think it might be there just a go. book. I don't know. The electronic Bibles make like, you know, Jude 1, so they make it like a oh. chapter, but eh. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. So anyway, anyway getting so. back on track, what we were talking about, mm. we've, as a church, been challenged, which I've kept up so far. Mm-hmm. I'm on Matthew yeah. chapter 4. I yeah. read it today. I haven't read it yet, but I will. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read it yet. All right. <laughs> the night is young. Mm. Not exactly, Me. but you <laughs> 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 can read it before you yes. go to bed. It's okay. I will make sure to do that. Yes. And then let's see. I'm teaching kids class not this weekend, but the next weekend. So Ooh. I'm using one of those. Spoiler alert to anyone who's in that Sunday school class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using an example. I, You know what? I better not tell it because what if they happen to listen? Yeah. You guys Spoiler. I'm going to do a very special trick, but I have to practice it. Ah. So that's what I'm doing this week. I see. It involves scarves. Oh, yes. That have to is change it, order. Is it, an, is it a fashionable no, sure. they're not really scarves, actually. They're, they're, they're not pieces fashionable of fabric, scarves. which is really hard to find at Walmart, I have to say. You went mm-hmm. down the wrong way of the aisle. No, no. <laughs> I was looking for bandanas. I used to always get bandanas at Walmart. Well, and I thought, oh, man, they're probably sold out. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah that I saw some at Walgreens the other oh, day. That's okay. I already got I don't my know. I don't off. usually go bandana shopping, but if right. I needed to today... Personally, I own at least three separate design fashionable bandanas. Bandanas. I think I said bananas. I have one, two, (laughs) three, four. I probably have about ten. Well. But I do different patterns. Bandanas. Yeah. Because I use them like headbands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For work. Oh, God, yeah. I use it for my cowboy outfits. (laughs) 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 Like I said, I don't. I don't shop for them, and I don't necessarily <laughs> use them either. Yeah, I don't know. They're just 
Not my thing, I guess. It's okay. Anywho. You guys know what it's time for. What? Name that pastor's kid. The all new Name That Pastor's Kid. Last time. You need your game show host voice. My game show. I don't know. Welcome to. to yeah. Kinda welcome mm. to. There you go. Name that PK. There you go. We all knew. Name that PK. The all new. Um, so, Emily, if I remember correctly, last time you were trying to come up with a new name. Oh, I right? thought you were going to point out how far <laughs> behind I was, Matthew. Oh. Or I was for Matthew. But well, yes. Since you brought it up, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm well, kidding. I would say we have officially decided. We didn't. We're resetting the scores. We just, yes. We've officially decided to reset the scores. So. Is that because someone um, commented it? Or, no, or we just. You, yeah. I decided to concede and that he won the last show but i see here's my here's well, my it's, opportunity it's okay it's all new so it's all, all new. new all new but yes i you are right i did want a different team name so do you have that picked out the super sleuths the super, super sleuths. sleuths yes hmm. okay. okay super sleuths weird you okay. i both said super sleuths <laughs> kind of in sync and okay slooper sleuths super slooper sleuths <laughs> no Super it's kind of funny. It reminds me of that that it's like video a game. Uh, yeah, I well for copyright issues, uh, don't yes. say it. I can't even say the name of the game. No, I I know that's I know probably where I is. got the name. I think that's the so one we're trying to catch other criminals. Thanks, guys. What? I sorry. sounded witty, oh. and now oh, I'm sorry. exposed. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> well, it's still a cool <laughs> name. Yeah, besides, it takes a lot of skill to get to that level anyway. That's right. So yeah. I got skills. Anyway, okay. I decided so I was going between time, like oh. uh, changing my name or to the smart Alex or keeping it as the quick wits. I think I'm going to keep the quick wits just. Yeah. <laughs> okay, smart Alex. No. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> no. So also this time, are you guys using buzzers or something? Yes. Note okay, that, that mine yeah. mine sounds already like it's the right answer. Mm. I believe it's officially called charge on the box. Okay. Charge. charge. Well, I will charge, charge forward with the right answer. Okay. So Mine's called lasers. So lasers. I, so it's not a laser. It's a green light bulb that blinks. You interrupted the host. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So so just to be clear, so for everyone listening again, so can you go both play your sounds again one at a time? So, uh, Emily? Super, Super sleuths. Quick right. wits. Awesome. Okay. So with that we can get started. So oh, wait, are there are there new rules? Are there new rules? Oh, there are new rules. You're right. Thank you. We the, can the host, only the host forgot the new rules. <laughs> That's right. The so, contestant can tell the rule. Well yes. but I'm the host. No, I mean, uh. you can tell the rule if you want. <laughs> okay. We can only when you ask the when you start describing the, the PK. pastor's kid. We can only buzz once and answer once. And if we get it wrong, then 
it's passed it on to, the to other our, person, our other team. competitor to attempt to answer. And if the competitor gets it wrong, then mm. I just no reveal one the answer. Yes. Then you reveal no the answer. Wins. And no one gets the points. Yeah. So, okay. All so right. now we're ready. All right. So of the three that we have today, this is going to be the hardest because you're going to need mm-hmm. to know uh, British literature. Or I think it's British Ooh. Uh, literature. So this is basically, so I guess there are three daughters, um, the and they all, I guess, were authors. And so this one actually wrote a, um, uh, wrote a piece you may have heard of called Weathering Heights. Oh, snap. From, uh, she's from, she was born in 1818. I, what else I did s- she write? Uh, I've seen the book in the bookstore, but. <laughs> I don't think she wrote... I'm not seeing anything else that she wrote a lot, but I'll give you I'll give you a hint. She did have a sister named Anne, so you may be confusing <laughs> you may be confusing some of her works uh, with her sister Anne's works because Anne I think wrote a lot more. So Anne mm. wrote something called Agnes Grey, if you ever heard of that. Nope. Or the Tenant uh, of Wildfell Hall. That's a nope. Okay, so that's. You well, said there were three sisters that were authors. There were three sisters. So there was Anne. So there was, and then there, I believe the other one was Charlotte. Yes, Charlotte wrote something called The Professor. Uh, Do you guys? I can guess a British literature. You have author. to press your buzzer if you're going to make an official but it's, it's guess. It's going to be wrong, though. I know it's wrong. Okay. Then you can't make it. Or what? What's do you, guys, do you guys give up, or do you um, uh, do you want to do a guess? This is uh, the hardest of the three, I think. The was, super sleuths. Was her first name Emily? Yes. Very okay. good. Ooh. I know there because I thought whoever did Wuthering Heights was Emily. And Emily. I feel like you should get half credit for that, except it is your first name, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, snap. Um, Hold on. I'm still, okay, I'm still okay, thinking about okay. what her last name is. There's only one famous Emily that I can think of, not including you. No, no. she's <laughs> a poet. She wrote poetry. Oh. No, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of an Elizabeth. Right. Browning. That's that's it. I that's, missed that's it. Up. I mixed up Sorry. Elizabeth Browning with Emily. Okay, okay. so yeah. since it's Emily, I don't know if that went through, but this is. I don't think this is right because I know she did a lot on manners, but there's Emily Post. No, no, that's my eh. guess. Okay, Emily Bronte. I think B R O N T E. Yeah, I don't know how you pronounce it's it. It's E with two okay. dots above it, so I don't Bronte. know if that changes the pronunciation yeah. and all. Bronte. Anyway. Yeah, so yeah. maybe it's the Shiroi bronze. So wait, she, do I get half credit for knowing the first name? I th- I think so. Yay. We'll get so okay. each answer is worth yes. what ten thousand points. Ten thousand. points. So you you get so five thousand. You don't get three credit. You know, three quarters credit because you got the first letter of the last name right. That doesn't count. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just half credit. So <laughs> actually, okay. I got the first that, three letters. That was right. the hardest of. Oh yeah. That was the hardest. That was the hardest right. of the okay. three. I think. Okay. So this one... I finally got an answer, sort of. This one is an American-born politician and attorney. Um, He is a senator. 
he was a candidate in the 2016 election on the Republican side. Um, I believe, was he the one who said that I was the son of a dishwasher? I think I heard, um, I had a guess, uh, when you, if that, I heard Matthew first. Okay. Uh, Ted Cruz. Yes. Oh, I would have gotten it wrong. Very good. Okay. Yes. At least the points I didn't, didn't go to waste. I know that he was a pastor's <laughs> kid. Yeah, let me uh, Please, find... I remember him saying something about dishwasher. But yeah. So, um, cool. Anyway, so uh, we will go to the next one, I guess. So this ah, one... 10,002. This one's okay. maybe a little bit harder than the last one, but this is another politician. Mm. And this is... He was the 22nd president of the United States. Oh, snap. But also... He was the 24th president of the United oh, States. Oh, what's that guy's name? Grover Super Cleveland. Yes. yes. Very <laughs> good. So we have 15,000 15, to 10,000. So a much closer race this time. Nice. So you guys yeah. can't see, but I'm dancing. She's yeah. doing a victory dance. Yes. All right. Yeah, he was the son of, uh, they usually tell me, yes, a son Presbyterian minister. Uh, so Grover Cleveland was the son of a Presbyterian minister. Um, right. And I lost Cruz and Bronte, so I can't look them up at the moment. But it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Research well, for our listeners. <laughs> until next time. Until next 15, time. 15,000 to 10,000. Yes. All right. Quick wits are trailing, but we will get you next time. <laughs> You have to be quick about it. All right. Uh-huh. All right. So for this week, um, our our topic well, is based off of something that happened uh, recently um, in the news. Uh, some of you may have seen a uh, lead singer for um, a Christian band uh, recently came out saying that he doesn't believe in God anymore. And um, it's the band um, Hawk Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. And their lead singer. And I, I wanted to bring it up uh, just because I, so when I heard about it, um, I, I'm a little bit familiar with Hawk Nelson's music. I've heard some of their songs on the radio. Uh, there's a handful of their songs that I would recognize and say, oh yeah, that's their song. Um, but I didn't follow them on social media. I wasn't that, you know, connected with the band. But uh, one of my friends on Facebook had shared the article. And so I was like, what? And I so I went to go see the post. And um, just to kind of, if you haven't read it, you know, he basically has questions about his his faith and he felt that there were not good answers for it. So he, and, I, and I'm, I'm simplifying it, but basically because he doesn't feel there are good answers to his questions right now, he says that he doesn't believe in God, but the way he wrote it, you know, it sounds like he's open to there being God, a God, He's like, he's, I just haven't, he's saying he just hasn't experienced him, Yeah, which I, I would say is true, actually. Um, I, you know, because most times people who completely walk away from the Lord in that sense didn't have 
in in the sense of not just like walking away, but saying, I don't even believe there is a God. Usually they didn't have a personal relationship with him. But the reason um, I thought we should talk about it on our podcast, because it's kind of a, you know, kind of a heavy topic to talk about, but um, he's a pastor's kid. He, he grew up in church. So, um, so we have that, you know, I, I, um, that, uh, in common. common, yeah, we have that in common with him and, you know, that is a major reason why we began this podcast in the first place is, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to help minister to people that were kind of having those feelings and those thoughts, especially PKs. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, because it that seems to be a common thing. And sadly, so when I, I read his post, I just decided to look through some of the comments. And there were a lot of them. I didn't read all of them. But I just wanted, I was curious, like, what people were saying in response to this. And it was sad to me how much more there were people saying, oh, yeah, me too. I've had these questions and doubts. Or, oh, yeah, I grew up in a church and I walked away years ago. It's freeing, you know, like just these comments of like identifying with it. You know, there mm-hmm. were, there were a few that were like, you're a terrible person. Yeah. But then there, and then there were some that, you know, were like, Hey, praying for you that, you know, you'll find God. And so there were those, but the majority of them really seemed to be supportive and encouraging that. From oh, standpoint. from the standpoint of, uh, if I agree, yes. I agree. Yeah. Me too, kind of thing. Right. And so um, that was just sad to me that there were so many people that were dealing with that. And even in his own post, he talked about talking with other people professing to be Christians and them saying, oh, yeah, they have the same struggle with believing God's real. And yeah. uh, so it's just bothersome to me. And I really yeah. want to just kind of talk well, about it. I mean, I I read his post that he posted, and I found it online, and my heart went out to him, really, because it definitely seems like it truly is a struggle for him. You know, it's not not necessarily him trying to disown God, necessarily, but rather he did really have questions, and yeah, and it really was a struggle for him. Yeah, the one thing though too and it kind of comes back to something we've talked about you know it is you have to be careful with some things when you're in the spotlight you know Mm -hmm. and um as pks you're in the spotlight and then especially you know as a as a you know lead singer of a of a christian band you know mainstream christian band um you're in the spotlight and sometimes um you know, you have to be careful, share, like sharing those struggles in a way where it's like, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out how to put to words. I just think that maybe I, while I agree that it's good to be honest about things, sometimes you can use your platform to push yeah. that and you have to be careful with that. And I don't know him to know where he's at with that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there is the concern of my concern of it too, is that some people may read that and go, Oh, okay. Well then it's okay 
that I don't believe in God, you know, because he doesn't believe in God. And so you have to be really careful with some of those struggles that you aren't. It's okay to acknowledge struggles that you have, but make sure Mm -hmm. that you don't present it of, oh, yeah, I struggle with this sin, you know, or this issue. And they're like, oh, okay, well, if they're Mm -hmm. struggling with it, then that means we can all struggle together. And (laughs) the, you know, it's always good to say, hey, don't glorify your struggles, I guess. And there seemed to be a little more of that glorification of the struggle rather than saying, hey, I'm having issues. I need to take a step back. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm stepping in a whole new well, I, mode of discovery. You know, I didn't. Get, I didn't get a chance to to look at it, but I heard about it. Um, but I didn't get a chance to look at his post exactly. But you know, to me, it seems like it could be a, a bit of a like a a cry for help because he said, if if God is you know out there, I, I hope that He does reveal Himself to me. It makes me think that this struggle didn't just pop up one day. And he no. was like, "Okay, no. I in think fact, he he mentioned that specifically." Yeah, is uh, I think you know, as a Christian, especially a, a PK and out there in the ministry, when those thoughts and doubts start coming at you, one of the things that the, that then we also likes to snip in there, and I think we've kind of mentioned it briefly before, is like the condemnation of how could you think that? You know, it's this idea to you that it's a shameful thing for you to have questions and the danger in that is oh man i'm having questions this isn't good i don't want these questions and i don't want anyone else to know that i have these questions where do i go yeah and so you you stuff it and the problem with stuffing it is then you're not getting help right i have questions and god has the answer and he may have someone across your path that he like to 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 who give that answer to to give it to you but you don't go to someone you haven't gone to anyone and said i'm having a struggle you yeah. know and, and not that you have to go and tell tell everyone you know right. that you're having a struggle but different people that you know and be like hey i'm having a struggle pray for me hey do you have an answer you know i think it's important not to stuff it into wait and i don't mm-hmm. know his situation personally involved what happened if he did reach out to someone or not i don't know but i'm you know as far as if you're out there and you're having questions or struggles don't fight it alone right ask someone be like hey um I got this question. I don't want to not believe. I don't want to turn away. Um, please pray for me. Here's or here's my question. What you know? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of a scripture in First Corinthians. This is First Corinthians ten thirteen. It says, "There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man." So, like in other words, your struggles are not just your struggles like yeah. everyone and obviously we see that right yeah mm-hmm. i mean how many people were like oh yeah you know i've struggled mm-hmm. with this too in fact I, I believe he said that you know some of the people he talked to even mm-hmm. were like oh I, i've struggled with this too and and so um the devil wants to lie to you and tell you well you're the only person that's ever dealt with this before right. and it is just that it is a lie mm-hmm. all everyone has some kind of struggle maybe not exactly the same thing maybe the exact same question Mm -hmm. or struggle so um that's partially why it's important to go to church and to be around other believers because they can encourage you and and help you Mm -hmm. yeah well and um the thing too is god is not offended by 
you know, honest questions. Now there are some times I've run into people who have asked questions and they don't really want to know the answer. They're simply making arguments. So that that's a different right. heart. But if you're having real questions, it's okay to ask God those questions, mm-hmm. you know, and ask him to show you, you know, and it's okay to talk to people about those questions, but make sure you're checking your, you know, be honest enough with yourself that are you really asking a question or are you just trying to be argumentative about something? If it's really mm-hmm. a question, and a, a good example is the, the difference between Zechariah and Mary in the Bible. So Mary, the mother, yeah. yeah, Mary, the mother of Jesus, when the angel came and told her that she was going to give birth to Jesus, she was like, all right, how is this going to happen? You know, just, you know, I'm just wondering, kind of it sounds like kind that, of impossible. That, that's kind of scientifically you know, impossible. Yeah. You know? And, but, and so they, you know, they explained, you know, the angel explained to her, but then Zechariah, he was the, um, the father of John the Baptist. They had not had any children and were older. I don't believe they were as old as Abraham and Sarah, but the angel came to him to tell him about this. And he was like, how can this be? Like just the way it's worded, you can tell it's more of a, like, that's impossible kind of thing. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And he ends up with losing his voice and he can't speak. Mm -hmm. You know, so until his son was born, until his son was born, came true. Yeah, so you see, like, oh man, what happened there? So, oh, better not ask questions. But Mary asked questions, and Mm -hmm. it was okay. So a lot of it comes Mm -hmm. from your heart, and so I think sometimes, and usually, it's the ones that actually come from a sincere heart are the ones that are actually kind of afraid to ask their questions. The ones that are argumentative, they're the ones that'll blast it out. Well, blah blah blah, Mm -hmm. you know. And see, because I'm thinking even, like, it's important to turn to, to other people, but also, like you're saying, to, to the Lord. When you're having a question about doubting the Lord, sometimes that shame or feel that the devil tries to bring, it makes you be like, oh, man, I'm having questions and I'm doubting God. The last person that you feel like sometimes in that moment turning to is God because you're right. that thing of afraid of, like, how do I tell God that? I'm doubting him right now. How do I tell him what's going on? It's like, even though you may have that feeling of, I don't like, how do I turn to God when I'm doubting him? But he's the first person you should turn to because he has the answer. And you know, the thing um, I was reading today because of our challenge is in Matthew four, when Jesus was tempted Hmm. and something that stuck out to me was the temptation where it's in Matthew four, verse eight It says, Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world or all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. So basically the devil was presenting, the devil was presenting it as if he was the God that Mm. all of this, he's like, oh, I can give all this to you. Oh, this is mine. So Jesus was actually given a temptation in a sense to believe that God was not real. His, that his father, God was not real. Mm -hmm. And think about that. Jesus was tempted to worship Satan. You know, sometimes we don't always think of it in those terms, but that's really strong. That's that's what it was. 
happens at the end of the day. You and know? yet Jesus never did anything wrong. He n- did not feel any shame. He, he, know, didn't, he, he didn't do it either. He didn't you do know? it. Yeah. But, I'm, in, you know, immediately he said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And so a couple points with this, you know, like I said, so that's, that's a bad temptation. And yeah. any one of us... What the devil does, you know, if, if all of a sudden we had that temptation, a lot of times we'd be like, get out of here. I'm not going to do that. But then the devil would be like, how could you have even thought mm-hmm. about that? And it's, I, his, it's his favorite trick, really. If I can't get you with this temptation to sin, then his next step is to make you feel bad for, for being, being tempted. tempted when he brought it to you. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times what happens to people is the devil just comes and brings a thought and says, oh, what if, what if God isn't real? What if, what if you're doing all this for nothing? And they'll say, no, get out of here, devil. I'm I'm not listening to that. And then the devil comes back. How can you even be a Christian and have that thought? Hypocrite. Hypocrite, you know? know. And then it's like, oh, you're, you're a phony. Yeah. Right. Maybe, you know. What, are you just playing pretend every Sunday that you would have these thoughts? And, you know, and then after a while, those thoughts keep coming and coming. He starts to get you to believe, oh, yeah, I am a bad Christian. And am I even a Christian? Do I even believe? You know, and he starts to, he, if he doesn't get it from the, you know, the obvious temptation, then he tries to come and bring it from a condemnation standpoint. Yeah. I think it's important to look at Jesus as our example and realize he was tempted. And especially that last one. I mean, that's a, you know, a major thing. Yeah. You know, and yet he didn't do it and he didn't feel any condemnation for it. He didn't need to. And so for us, we don't need to feel bad when the devil tempts us. We need to speak the word and resist it the way Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and I, I talked about this uh, on Anthony's podcast a little bit. Sometimes when those thoughts come, people just are like, Oh, okay. Don't think that. Uh. But la, Jesus, la, 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 I can't hear it. Yeah. Jesus spoke the word and Didn't just let it float by and yeah. say, Oh, I don't want to think about that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just think, try to think something else. Yeah. He fought it, back with it. Excuse me. He fought against it with the word. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I think there are Christians that suffer in silence with thoughts from the devil, and then they've turned and thought, "Oh, this is me thinking that." I remember hearing a minister said that you know he had looked up um, numbers of people back when they had the insane asylums. Um, there was a large number of them of people in there who were actually Christians or had been Christians. And part of what made them, you know, led them into going into the insane asylum was believing that they had committed the unpardonable sin, you know, that they had done something so wrong that God wouldn't forgive them. You know, and that comes from just allowing the devil to have access to your mind and mm. talk to you all the time. And it's important to identify thoughts that come from the devil. Mm-hmm. When we're born again, uh, the, our inner man is new. 
you know, we're yeah. renewed on the inside. So the thoughts that we have that come from us are should no longer be evil. Any evil thoughts come from the devil. Right. And so a lot of times the devil brings a thought to your mind and then you're like, oh, that's a bad thought. I'm not going to think that. And then he goes, how could you think that? But you've got to stop and realize that wasn't my thought. That was the enemy's thought. That was the enemy's thought. Mm -hmm. And as long as you sit there and go, oh, yeah, how could I think that? Then all of a sudden that gives the devil a foot place in to begin to continue to torment you in your mind. Mm -hmm. It's important to also to know, let me say this as well, if you've realized that you've kind of had that happen to you, you know, the, the devil may also say, oh, you were listening to the devil's thoughts all this time. You know, that how oh, horrible are yeah. you? <laughs> Don't let the devil lie to you and say, man, no, you're, you're right. You're a bad Christian because you believe the devil's thoughts. Don't let him take that foothold either. No. You know, fight off. This is the time to say, okay, I listened to the devil's lies and, you know, it was a bad path that I was on. But it still works that God's word will get you out of it. You know, don't be afraid that, you know, he's going to drive you nuts or anything like that. You know, take the time to to speak God's word against the temptation. That doesn't make you any worse of a person because you start believing the devil's lies about God any more than than he's trying to make you feel in the first place that you're having doubts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because the point is, is the devil is a. Uh, a pathetic jerk that wants to do anything he can to to destroy you is what it comes down to. So his thoughts are not because he's not tempting you with that because you're bad. It's just he wants to destroy you. He wants mm-hmm. to get you off of the path that God has for you. Yeah. And so so yeah, definitely don't let the devil lie to you and say, "Oh, bad you." for thinking these thoughts right right or or for listening to the devil or whatever point is is the devil is trying to trap you <laughs> like that's right. that's yeah. kind of his thing he's trying to destroy god's people so it 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 happens to everyone it happened to jesus you know yeah, devil temptation tempted yeah temptation yeah. is not just because it's not because you're bad it's it's just because mm-hmm. he wants to destroy you right yeah. Right, because if, if it meant you were bad, then Jesus should never have been tempted. Right. right. And just because, you know, if you're having temptations come to you frequently, that doesn't make you bad. Because if you think, well, why is the devil always talking to me? You know, but... Right. You're not the only one that he's always talking to either. Yeah, you know? no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one that he's talking to, but that, that doesn't mean you're less of a person because it seems like you're always constantly struggling. In fact, even though we only have record of Jesus being explicitly, you know, tempted by the devil in this, in this, uh, passage, I mean, there, there's a couple books that, that give account of it, but in, in Luke's account, it says, um, it says, you know, after Jesus had said, you know, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. It says now the devil had ended every temptation. He departed from him until an opportune time. So the devil still was looking to try to come back and tempt Jesus. Because well, he even um, later on, 
he's t- Jesus is telling his disciples about the things that he's about to accomplish on the cross. And Peter takes him aside and says, oh, these things aren't, like, don't think that way. These things aren't going to happen, you know, to you. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. You yeah. don't have the things of God, you know, things of men. So the devil tried to use Jesus' disciple yeah. to tempt him to not follow through with God's will. And that's another So it happened thing. again later, and that was, you know, quite a bit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another good point, too, to talk about because... um you know, it was Jesus's disciples, one of his disciples that was telling him something that was like a, a temptation to him. And we know that Jesus was tempted not to go to the cross just by the distress that he experienced um, prior, the agony. prior prior to going. I mean, he was saying if there's a way for this, right. you know, um, and the fact that he was saying not my will but yours, but yours be done, you know, the, that shows that there was a, there was a temptation there not to, to go. And so, and the fact that he rebuked, you know, Satan when Peter said that, and that's another thing too, is to be careful because sometimes people, you know, even people that are godly will make a mistake and say something that really was inspired by the devil because peter didn't have evil intentions toward jesus or against the plans of god he was a very zealous person yeah i mean he loved jesus and jesus was talking about the bad things that were getting ready to happen to him not and jesus told him you have the things of men in mind not the things of god so peter didn't understand all of what was going to happen. He didn't understand about the resurrection. He didn't understand about the plan of salvation as of that point. So he wasn't saying this because he was inspired of the of devil and desiring to, let me see if I can keep Jesus from doing God's will. He was, you know, inspired by the devil. He was tricked by the devil to think, oh, well, I don't want this bad thing happening, you know, yeah. to him. And, yeah. and sometimes that can happen where there's something like, oh, um, you know, I'm struggling in this area. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of maybe a, another example to give. You know, maybe if uh, somebody is having temptations about um, drinking alcohol or something like that, and then somebody, you know, makes a joke to them about them being an alcoholic or something, you know, right. in, in that sense then all of a sudden the devil goes, oh, see, even they think you're an alcoholic, you know, Mm -hmm. and that can happen even with not believing in God. Something Mm -hmm. as simple as, you know, they're talking and they say something and, you know, maybe somebody makes a joke, well, what are you, an atheist? You know, and even something, Mm -hmm. a simple phrase like that, then the devil will go, oh, they just called you an atheist. They know. They know you're having these struggles. You know, that's just, that's how it works, you know, and I'm just trying to give, you know, abstract examples. But just be on your guard that just because someone is saying something that connects with a struggle that you feel, um, that doesn't, um, that doesn't mean that that's how it is. Doesn't validate. Like, in the sense of doesn't mean that, oh, it really is what's going on. Yeah. You know? I mean, I had someone who um, I know that they frequently are used by the devil. You know, they're somebody that needs freedom in their life, and they're frequently used by the devil to say things. And I remember, and I've talked before how I was, you know, struggling with 
having, you know, gained some weight and it made me feel upset. And I remember they came up to me and they're like, oh, I didn't recognize you. You put on so much weight. And I was like, wait a second. I know (laughs) that I've heard them say other things that I knew were inspired by the devil. So I'm like, I am not going to let that get me down. And so it's same thing with other areas. There's times where people will slip up and they'll say something. And sometimes, like I said, it's not even always just somebody who you know is frequently inspired by the devil. Sometimes it's people who love you and, and, and wouldn't want to say anything, but they just make a mistake. Mm -hmm, And it's important to not take that as validation for these thoughts that are coming to your head. Yeah. And if you've been someone who's made that mistake, you know, it seems to be a, a reoccurring, you know, thing here. Don't let the devil take that. Just note that you, you know, everyone has made the mistake, those mistakes before. It's the thing where it's like, you know, it's common to man. You know, you're not the only one that's gone right. through it. Yeah. Just ask the Lord to forgive you for it. And, you know, don't let, don't let the devil take hold of condemna- condemnation with that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to put out there if, if you're listening and you've been having struggles um, about your faith in God, um, I please reach out to us. We would love to talk with you about it. Yeah. You know, if you have questions about things, we may not have the answer for it. We'll do our best to, you know, give the answer that we see in the Bible and, you know, but, um, you know, we won't, you know, as long as you're, like I say, you're asking honest questions, you're not just trying to be argumentative, but we, right, you know, if right. you have sincere questions, you know, we would love to, you know, look into them with you and, and, you know, pray for you and, and, uh, you know, talk with you about it. Yeah, absolutely. And on, on the flip side, you know, I think of, you know, this man's family, you know, both his parents and his wife's parents are pastors. Yeah. And that's got to be devastating for them. Well, because I believe it, if I remember correctly, he talked about, like, his wife, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mutually, they were like, oh, we realize we don't believe anymore, or we say we don't believe anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was also a pastor's kid, too. Yeah. And yeah. You know, so if you have someone in your life that has said, oh, I don't believe in God, um, I just want to encourage you, don't don't give up on them. You know, just ask the Lord for wisdom on how to talk to them because sometimes when people are in that mode, they do just want to be argumentative, even if they are still truly seeking, but they, you know, there's different stages people are in. And know that even if you're in a position where all you can do is pray for them, that's a powerful position to be in because the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective and your prayers have effect. Mm -hmm. And just know that there's some times where people are walking through that, you have to, to take a step back and say, okay, I... I've said what I feel God has led me to say to them. I have prayed for them and it's time for me, to you know, to, <laughs> to, to <laughs> use not, the not uh, out, but. cliche uh, Christianese term, let go and let God. But it's true though. You've got to let go mm-hmm. of them and say, I'm putting them in God's hands, which is a safe place for them to be. Mm-hmm. But it's hard sometimes because sometimes we, 
when we see someone struggling, we want to be there and like, oh yeah, let me, you know, help you get through this. And you have to be careful too and be humble enough to go, wait a second, am I really wanting to help them or am I wanting to feel good because I help them too? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And just one other scripture that I uh, thought of is, um, and this is kind of more for if, if you're going through this, but even if you're, if you know someone's going through it, this is a good scripture to to be reminded of and think on. It's Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. A lot of people know um, r- verse eleven. It's a very good verse, but um, verse thirteen says, "And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart." And so, if you are truly seeking God, and Jesus said in the New Testament, He said, "Asking you'll receive, seeking you'll find, knocking will be open to you." Um, if you are really seeking God, if you're having a struggle, but you really are seeking God and you want to know that he's real and that he's really there for you, if you're seeking him with your whole heart, I can promise you, because Jesus said it and it was said here in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, I can promise you that you'll find God, yes. and that God will find you, yes. he'll come after you. You'll you'll see the other side of this from personal mm-hmm. experience. I, mean, I was going to say, yeah. personal set, personal you know. experience. I can vouch for that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can say yeah, I've had struggles too, and yeah, God, God will find you if you seek Him with your whole heart. Absolutely. Yeah. One other right. scripture too, I wanted to share in Second uh, Timothy something that you know you can pray for people um, who are, you know saying that they don't believe in God anymore. Um, I'll start with, it's a second Timothy, it's chapter two. I'll start with verse 23. Um, and uh, it says, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And so that's where, you know, just be careful when, you know, you're talking with them that you don't, get off into just arguments about things. It says, And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God will perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. And that's something, if, if there's somebody who I know they are going on, down a wrong path, that's a prayer I'll pray for them, that I'll pray that God will grant them repentance and that they would know the truth and they would escape the snare of the devil. And mm-hmm. that's something, you know, I would encourage you, you know, to pray over people that they can escape that snare. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, definitely much more serious yeah. Topic yeah. there, but definitely I can say if, if you uh if you are struggling or if you have anything you want to send us, we do have that uh email. I don't know if you mentioned it specifically before, but um three PKS at ibound dot org. You can send us an email there. Um yeah, the, uh, number three. Yeah. And then there's of course we're also reachable on um Facebook. I don't I don't know if you can send messages on there yet, but I could should be able to. I think you so. should be able to. I can fix it if not. But uh, By the time you hear this, you'll be able to. Yes. <laughs> I'll um, make sure. Yeah. And then, of course, obviously, if you just want to share or, you know, leave a comment or something as well, uh, we have, you can leave comments on Facebook um, and on YouTube. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. 
think you got yeah. some home. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we, uh, shall we close in prayer, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for anyone who is listening, Father, and if they're struggling, Father, um, if they're struggling to, to know you or, or maybe wondering if you're real, Father, Lord, I ask that you would come and and show yourself to them, Father, that you would make yourself known to them, Father, and uh, just be with them, Father, and, and help them to, to not have to struggle with that anymore, Father, and um, that that uh, that they would just know who you are, Father. And uh, I thank you for it, Father. And I ask that you would give everyone a safe week and uh, that we would glorify and honor you in everything we do, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well. That's see. all for now, folks. <laughs> so 10,000 to 15. Yes. Well, it would be 15, 15. to 10. Well, depending on how you look at it. I was saying the previous winner first. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just okay. teasing you. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> okay. Let's see how this is. Yeah. Know what I have uh, to say about that? Now, what do you have to say about that? What is that? That, what, what that is, wasn't the what sound. What does that mean? That wasn't the sound I wanted to make. <laughs> I could have told you. I probably figured that. This is the sound you. I wanted to make. Wrong there answer. Yeah. yeah. I actually okay. need that buzzer, I think, next time we do this. Anyway. Ooh, sorry. are you expecting us to have wrong answers? Uh, that's I, well, I picked up on that, too. Wow. Anyway. Well, until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you.